Hey y'all, this is Lavender, and welcome to Breaking the Cycle. Um, I think this is going to be the last episode for the month. Um, I did take a break from social media. I think I'll continue to do that, just like, only do it for posting about like when episodes there, and like promoting anyone who reaches out to us, things such as that. Um... I was so inspired by craziness. I had like partly a bad week, but it like resulted in my week. Well, even though the week's not over, but for me, like really good. Um, tomorrow is supposed to be really fun with the family. Um, I hope you guys had a good Juneteenth. If you celebrate that, um, Pride is almost over. And we just had a summer solstice. It was a beautiful moon. I don't know if anyone saw how beautiful the moon was. I think in the almanac it's considered a flower moon. Um, I'm going to be doing a puzzle because I, you guys have seen our social media. I have started puzzles. I did um, podge that one. So it's hanging up in my room. It is so beautiful. And I'm going to continue doing puzzles and montaging them and keeping them in my room. Um, just wanted to say thank you guys we have 54 instagram followers 66 twitter followers um we've been getting some attraction on our posts um so we're just very grateful i think it's cool it's fun interesting you know um it is some there are some things that i wanted to talk about that i was like very uh interested to learn about i'm not very much into pop culture scene so I don't really know a lot of things that go on um, I learn as I go I wasn't really raised around watching certain content on TV but there are just certain black staple movies that I truly love truly enjoy um, so I wanted to talk about the 1994 film Jason's Lyric 1997 films East Bayou and Love Jones and 1999 the best man um and as well we're going to touch on the encore this new show on bt i have not watched bt in a couple years um besides like you know i grew up on watching the movies and the bt awards and stuff but just haven't done that in a few years and um i recently i think when i was completing the puzzle each night i would watch a movie these classic black films are like an hour and or like really two hours it's insane but it's so worth it because i'm so enthralled and i deeply enjoyed all four of them i watched jason's lyric last year um i got that on that was free on demand through xfinity um i don't know if it's free anymore and i watched the best man which i couldn't remember i was so young when i watched it so i couldn't remember most of it so watching it over the fresh eyes through adult eyes as a young adult was incredible. I have so much to say. Um, and then I've watched Love Jones and I finished with Eve's Bayou um, recently. I think that's when I completely finished the puzzle. And yeah, so I just think that the classic black films, I don't really see, especially like the romance, the drama, I don't see the quality in today's work, which is fine because times have changed, people grow up, and, um, you know, our society wants to see different things. 
but I have so much um, watching Jason's lyric, which stars um, Jada Pickett Smith and Alan Payne, um, which I think he's on the House of Pain, and I think he was in Underground that had Jesse Smollett. That's not her name. Um, I'm just gonna look up each one because I like looked up the dates and I was like, yeah, that should be enough. But no, I need to like look up each one because these names. These you. I'm like looking up now. I know, awful. It's just okay. Journey Smollett, yeah, Journey, not that guy. And then Love Jones has. Um, Larnez Tate and Yalong. Um, he's by you, making good. Journey Smollett, Lynn Whitfield, Debbie Morgan, Samuel L. Jackson. Like, I'm just reading main characters. There's a lot of great side characters as well. Um, and the best man has Morris Chestnut, Tate Diggs, Terrence Howard, Yalong, Harold Perineau. Um, I'm going to say everyone in there because they were all great. They all deserve recognition. Um, Santa Lathan, um, Regina Hall, Melissa D'Souza, Monica Calhoun. Um, and then got Love Jones, Ease by You, Jason's Lyric. I said both main characters. But okay, so I started off with Jason's Lyric last year never seen it i saw something i believe when i used to, that was the time i used to be on tumblr so i saw something and i was like hmm i've never seen this film i remember i watched um jada's video i think with vanity where she talked about all her works and i was like oh that looks good that looks interesting she was talking about it i think that was one of her first major ones or like um yeah, it was very interesting. So I watched it. So in love. All of them I love. I have big love for all of them. I deeply enjoyed them. Basically, um, this will contain a lot of spoilers. Um, Jason is living in, I think it's supposed to be Alabama or something like that. Just a black poor area where people are trying to make it where they can. So there's a lot of gangs and he has chosen not to follow Things, but to instead work, I think he works in a repair shop for like they fix TVs, they fix all kinds of different things. And Lyric works at a like heavily populated um, restaurant kind of diner scene where they just serve like I believe a lot of black soul food. And um, Jason, before he meets Lyric, because that's what Jada's character is called, Lyric, which I thought was so cute. Um, like hello, gonna name my child lyric now. She, um, he went to pick his brother up from prison. Um, I don't know how long his brother spent. I would say it's maybe five years. And um, there's something between Jason and his brother that they have like animosity or that keeps Jason having like nightmares and stuff regarding their father, the death of their father. Um, turns out that it's like it's made it seem as if Jason murdered his father or um the brother did but it was Jason that did it or and um the brother like 
always blamed them and was like, you owe me, you took my dad away from me, blah, blah, blah. They had the same father. So it wasn't like, oh, different dads, murder. Like he was abusive and he wasn't abusive because he was just abusive. Um, he did suffer PTSD during the war and he became controlling and abusive and suffered from deep set mental illness. Um, so he died and um, the brother, you know, he was like, keep your nose clean, get a job. The mom had was working at this mart or grocery store for years. Like that was her study job. She, you know, she raised them. That's where she worked. And she had gotten a job there. And I think he like technically a felon. So, you know, they were like, mm. and she was like, well, I've been working for years. You know, um, he's my son. He's a good boy. And I feel so bad for her. Like watching it, you really feel for his mom because she really did not give up on her sons, no matter what society said or what happened. Like, you know, he probably blamed a lot of people. And um, it was just so sad. But he ultimately got fired um, for stealing something, for doing something, not showing up, something like that. And I think it cost the mom her job or it's like, you know, something bad. Like I think she was trying to go for a manager position. It was just awful, not good for her. Um, and Jason falls in love with Lyric because he sees her and she's like, I don't want no gangster. And he's like, no, I got a job, like a real job. I'm not hustling. I'm not doing nothing that. Cause she's like my favorite line from Lyric in that movie is I'm tired of this ghetto shit and I'm like yes yes that's what I'm talking about like she wants more for herself she doesn't want just anybody she knows what she wants she knows her worth she wants to get out of that town because there's not a lot of like jobs and it's kind of dangerous and things like that and he just doesn't want to leave his brother he I think he blames himself a lot just as much as his brother blames him and he feels responsible for his brother, which shows like a different side of black bonding, I think, amongst men, especially amongst brothers. And it just sets the tone that that's going to be the thing that draws him back and forth between being there for his brother and being with a girl he loves. Because when they fall in love, it's like oh, he says the most beautiful things to her um, poetry wise. And it's just gorgeous. So I highly recommend that. So next, I'm going to be talking about Eve's Bayou and Love Jones both came out in 1997. So um, I'm going to try to touch on both. Like, I'm not trying to take up too much time. Um, so I watched Love Jones first. Classic. Like, I swear I've seen each of these films when I was younger. Mind you, I'm 2000s baby. So when these came out, they were reruns. They were classic already. Everyone was like, yes, Love Jones. And I was confused. Why is Love Jones called Love Jones? Because none of the characters within the story are called, none of them has the last name or first name of Jones. So I was very confused, but it's like Jones, like, um, it's like an energy, like a feeling, like, you know it's I guess must be a New York thing um and I was like oh like you got the love Jones like the love juju the love bug bit you and I was like okay that makes so much sense because I was so confused so I'm opening a bag of puzzles because 
I have to like separate another bag to find pieces that I want, which is ridiculous, but it's kind of fun. Um, so the Love Jones thing basically is so funny. Like the conversation, the discussion, it was such a different time. It was so pure and beautiful and romantic. They're like referencing Oshun. And so he, okay, so Jason, not Jason, what's the guy? Uh, I don't even know the character's name. Let me see if I have it up. Love Jones. So Darius. It's Darius and Nina. Those are the characters' names. So Darius is a poet, right? And he's writing a book. He got this book deal to write a book. Nina recently broke up with her boyfriend who had this, like, I guess, six-figure job at that time. Um, but she just was like, I don't love him. And I'm just like, he was doing some dumb stuff not connecting with her so they broke up and she met Darius at this bar he like was trying to hit on her she wasn't feeling it so he's so smooth that he speaks a poem about her on the spot and it's so good like you know sometimes be like yeah girl you gonna hold me tonight and she like walks up to him and it's like I didn't like how you embarrassed me like that but she wasn't she was she liked the poem but it was basically about sex. She's like, there's more to a relationship stuff than sex. And he's like, like, what? And she's, he thought she was going to write his number. So these had spoilers, by the way. And she wrote love. There's more. It's like love, you know. And then they start hooking up. And they're like, you know, oh, this isn't no love thing. We're just, like, hanging out. But they both, like, said to their friends, their close friends, oh my gosh, being with him is like something else. And he's like, yeah, I think he's one. And he's trying to like play it off and just joking and be like, nah, man, I'm joking, I'm joking. And it's like, no, these people are deeply into each other, but they're both so hard-headed. I can't admit it because of how they've been hurt and what they've been through and blah, 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 blah. So I, what else happened? So then um, basically she's like, oh my ex came to see me and I've got to do some things in New York to get some um you know she's a photographer so she's trying to like sell some of her photographs to magazines so she can get paid and um she had to go to New York to do that so I guess they're not in New York they must be in like hmm they're somewhere mm, I don't know my locations are terrible but he um is like yeah you can go and see him like we're just looking up we're not together and she's like all right um so she's not and then it just doesn't work out with her and her ex like he says some dumb stuff and she's all she does is really think about um Darius and they're both like trying to like get over each other fulfill themselves with other people and it's not working clearly um, and so it's like when she comes back because he didn't call her and she was like, I wish you had called me. They're crazy. Like just the whole back and forth. Oh, no, I don't want to seem like I'm too, I'm into you. Like they, it's just that time, I guess. It's so like afraid to be like they're into somebody. But push come to shove, they did get back together after some craziness because they're crazy about each other she's like but now I got this deal I have to work like in New York how are we gonna make this work and he's like we're just gonna make it work the best we can because they're so crazy about each other which I thought was so sweet highly recommend that film it's on Netflix until June 30th I believe highly recommend actually no I think it's a new drop on Netflix 
So inspire you a lot of black intuition, um, Louisiana, French, Creole influence. Um, so beautiful, so like artistic, sci-fi. One of my favorite films. I love oh well, I love all the films equally, but it's not really a romance. It's more like um things going on. It's in the black diaspora, this family, um the daughter is going through things physically where she's like thinks she grown and she not. <laughs> um and one of the daughters, the youngest daughter, she's like her aunt who has like a gift for connecting and seeing people's future and stuff. So it's kind of like, you know, coming into your own identity. But just some things happen within the family that is, I just don't want to spoil it for you. Like you have to watch it to understand it because even I was trying to figure out like when I had watched it when I was younger, I was like, I don't under, quite understand why, like, for example, like did he hurt his daughter seriously or was she like just saying that because she wanted attention or because like I was so confused and even watching again I'm like I'm still have unanswered questions that I wish it was like a book or something that helped me understand deeper but it's so good the fashion the culture behind it because I don't know much about like Louisiana Creole um, voodoo or the magic um, even though it's not as far as I know, it's not realistic voodoo or magic, but just the whole, um, like, it's well known. Like, a lot of people have watched it, and it's, it's like, you know, it's a good movie. It's a good, it's definitely, like, will make you want to, like, rewatch it. It's kind of a thriller, like a black horror thriller um, drama. And we also have... Um, the best man oh my gosh movie was two hours I was like "Ooh, he's gonna kill him he's gonna kill him and I love best man holiday I was like mm, you might have to kill him it was just a lot of drama within friendships like they were just doing some foolish stuff like making some bad decisions and they knew better so that's basically it like you knew like this is not you're just anybody this is your friend your homeboy and you do that because of no self-control disrespect thinking oh yeah i mean not that bad but anyway that have that movie is so long and so full of so many plots and lines and you just have to watch it i think that is the film that will be on netflix until june 30th highly recommend worth the two hours will make you like literally pause the TV and be like, excuse me, what am I watching? It's so good. Um, like I said, I've met um, the main character before and I told him I loved him in um, The Best Man. I did. I loved him in Best Man Holiday and The Best Man because I did, even though he got his butt beat and it was so funny. And it was just like... It's just my whole thing about all these films because you got love and basketball oh, love and basketball but i don't really like the whole oh boys are mean to you they like you trope that's disgusting to me um it makes me think um some people will think oh yeah abuse is like normal because like he um was mean to me but he likes me now no no that's not how it works but i just think 
it's hard to see it in media because we have so much technology back then it's like trying to find somebody go in the yellow pages you got to try to connect with them go physically to them not just you know i think people were looking for deeper connections that our generation well my generation's not doing and it's very disappointing and very embarrassing like who do you why would you do that to someone um but i digress it's they're all great movies they make me feel nostalgic they make me wish like love feeling that kind of love was real Mm, we'll see i'll give myself like a few years but i just really enjoyed them it has such a beautiful black cast who if you look at them now aging gorgeously just couldn't be prouder of how these people look and they are still continuing work today so i would suggest you highly like very much support them um i don't have anything bad to say i think i fully enjoyed all of them um but i did want to talk about the encore um the show on BET, the crazy reality show. I did hear about it only because of the Read podcast. Um, they're the only way I know anything about pop culture within that stuff because I just tend not to be interested in anything like that. And it's no like disrespect, no shade. It's just not for me. Um, wow. I've watched all three episodes. Cannot wait for episode four. I cannot stand the twins. I'm going to start right there. I don't even want to look at their discography. I don't want to know anything about them. They are very rude. They started off rude. I didn't like the comment of, oh my gosh, just like the geriatrics. Like, yeah, they came out fully in the wrong. And in so much influence. I got to drink some water. Oh my God. It really influenced the way... I watched the show. I try to be totally unbiased because I don't know a lot of the women in the show. I'm, I'm enjoying the show. It just makes me think this is like going to make enforce a deeper stereotype, not even about girl groups, but about black women. Because I don't know a lot of people that are like, yeah, it's hard to form relationships with numerous black women, hard to work with numerous black women as black women. Um, because I don't know, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a black thing because you have people with sororities, um, you have cheerleaders, you know, majority black cheerleader groups and you have a black group of friends. And I wouldn't say I had issues with certain groups because they were black. I just had issues because of how they came at me with things and it wasn't because of them being back black. But anyway, um, it's very much... Um, it's a lot. It's a lot going on in that show. And I hope they can actually come out with music for this because it was sounding good. And the twins are on their high horse. Like, yeah, we we um, wrote all the songs, so we're just going to scratch it. And I'm like, oh, you guys are just worse. I love Nivea. Never heard of her before. Love her. She's so funny. She Her wig game is on, like, all of them are gorgeous women. Like, even the twins. All of them are gorgeous women. Because at first I thought it was a good twin and a bad twin, but both of them are the same. Don't want nothing. Mm-mm. Just the twins. Love just everyone's looks. Um, and I feel bad for the two older women who struggle the most in the group because 
I think they're letting their past really influence um, how they feel, that they feel insecure. And it's like Navia says, it's like, these are some insecure girls because she was never in a girl group. And I've seen um, a lot of girl groups and even the Pussycat Dolls were a girl group for longest, got Destiny's Child. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, Fifth Harmony, yeah, because Normani is great. Can't wait for her to come out with an album if her contract work. But I listen to K-pop. I only listen to two groups. Got seven at EXO. My biases are Dio and Jackson Wong. So those are my boos. But um, I know there's Red Velvet. There's Twice. Um, there's so many girl groups. There's girl groups where there's like basically 30 girls. And they all find a way to be on the tracks, dance together, perform together and have little to no issues and i would say it's a big culture thing because same thing with like how in america it was a big thing when COVID was happening for lots of different reasons because we have too much free will or we think that we deserve everything possible to go our way and that's just not necessarily the case sometimes you have to settle down and do what's best for the group um and i think that's the issue there and I feel like, because I'm not like saying Keely is right about everything, because I learned some things about Keely, even though she was not my favorite cheetah girl. She was like, Raven was my cheetah girl. Um, Adriana, she was my cheetah girl. Those two are my favorite. That's not like saying the other girls weren't talented, just that's what it was. When Raven was not in the last movie, I didn't watch it because I was like, well, she's not in here, so what's the point? Um, but I don't understand who told her in her contract that she was going to be creative, the creative director and that she's crying. And I'm like, oh, God, why is she crying? Um, but I did hear some colorist things allegedly regarding her. And I know Adriana talked to um, let me look up her actual name because I don't want to, I, I like her, she's beautiful, and I want to give her the respect, um, Notori Naughton, so yeah, she apologized to Notori Naughton, I didn't know anything about that group, because I was too young, I didn't really like, listen to it, or was even aware of it, I only know them from Cheetah Girls, I don't know them from that other group, and um, I think that they have so much to learn. It has so much potential as a show, but I didn't grow up, like, I didn't watch Bad Girls Club. The most reality I've ever watched is, like, Catfish. I barely watched Roger Shore and, like, TLC. I watched, like, the Breaking Away from the Amish and Gypsy, blah, blah, blah. But I really wish someone would, like, talk to the twins, and it's unfortunate because all those girls, they got, like, a robot to talk to, and, like, they're stuck in the house for a month, and I get it to make it a coin, but it's the way they come off and the things that they've said and it's like they're not listening it's really hard for these girls to work together i think with so many women because so all of them are very like strong-willed women who have come from the industry and know what they want and feel like they could have done more and at the time didn't have the opportunity to take it and now this is their opportunity and the fact that it's like, just don't come disrespectful. And that's what they did initially. So that's why they are my least favorite. I don't care about them. And it doesn't matter what I think. 
because it's just my opinion. I still want to see the projects they'll develop as a group, but it may never see the light of day. I don't know if it's going to continue with the whole entire series because it looked like it was filmed when COVID like vaccines maybe or something, or I don't know if it's because it's filmed in Georgia. So I don't know if it's like filmed as they go. And I know they're going to do like a whole, yeah, let's see let's like all meet, like do the reunion and like talk about what happened because there's just some things that were said that it's like very harsh and unfortunate because these are talented women and I would love to see what they can do. I just don't know if it's going to be worth listening to or continue me continue to watch. Like I said, I might forget about that it exists and that's okay. Um, but yeah, there's just, it can happen. Like, girl groups can last, it can happen. But we have so, it's so different now with technology and society. I mean, look at what's going on with Britney Spears. It's ridiculous. Like, we have too much control, too much separation. And I wish it was a little bit easier. But that's what I wanted to talk about today. Um, watch the great films i'm gonna put the films i talked about i would suggest you guys check out the encore bt it will definitely open your mind i would say and you would realize things about people that you haven't seen for a while you'd be like oh my gosh look at them doing that because i want them to succeed it's just i don't know i don't know <laughs> i don't but i think you guys have a good june i'll see you in july maybe my so I'm done with classes officially until July. So have a blessed, blessed rest of your June, my loves. Blessed be. Take care of yourselves. I wish you all.